0: Welcome to America's favorite wellness hour, Healthy by Nature, with certified clinical nutritionist, Marty Whittakin.
1: Well, hello there. We have a fascinating show coming up with an expert researcher, so please stay tuned and don't get discouraged if it gets a little technical, a lot technical at points. We'll try to circle back and make it. Usable information Uh, But if you want to go all the way to the top To get the best information Sometimes that's what happens Um, Last week's newsletter and blog Was two recipes for producing A juicy turkey Uh, Flavorful and juicy I guess Now it's too late for this year But you might want to check it out And make a note for next time This week's newsletter and blog Naturally follows Thanksgiving dinner It's about digestion Well, the Cowboys. I didn't feel the need to wear my lucky sweatshirt for a game with the Carolina Panthers. The Cowboys were in second place in the NFC East, and the Panthers had only won one game and lost eight. However, they looked better than expected, and we were a little worried for a bit. It sure is fun to watch Michael Parsons squirt through the offensive line and sack the quarterback. Cowboys defensive cornerback Darren Bland aerobic. Pick six was something to behold when he intercepted a Carolina pass and ran for a touchdown. I hope they save some of that magic for when they meet up with some teams coming up that have better records. Oh, at Thanksgiving, I have so much to be grateful for. For one, the privilege of visiting with you, Unhealthy by Nature. But I've been thinking about how grateful I am for some of the experiences that I've had in my life. Some of them were because I'm curious and some because I took risks. Many were just plain dumb luck. And before I tell you about two especially memorable experiences, you should know I'm not your typical music fan. I was a good student, hardworking student at Ohio State, and during my six years, I only got one C grade and that was in a course known as an EZA, Music Appreciation. Once, about 1962, I was invited to go hear a guitarist in concert at the Ohio Theater in Columbus. I said, sure, whatever. I wasn't paying, and remember, this was before Netflix. It turned out that the artist was the late Andres Segovia, arguably internationally the greatest classical guitarist of all time. I loved it. The second one was fairly miraculous. was in Chicago on our way back with my first husband from being camp counselors in Wisconsin. And we were walking around downtown Chicago, which you could do at night back in 1964. And we came across a nightclub, Mr. Kelly's. And on the marquee, it said Barbara Streisand didn't mean anything to me, but my husband said he had read about her. So we went in. mission was only 250 plus drinks, small venue, 200 people. Barbara Streisand was unbelievable. Not just her voice being so perfect, but the emotion that she put into it. Most of us had goosebumps the entire time she was singing and by the time she got to happy days are here again, most of us were in tears. I really treasure that experience and uh, wish I could share it with others. It was unbelievable. We'll be right back.
2: Wouldn't you like to eliminate bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, and other allergens from the air in your home and office?
3: As you probably know, bacteria causes dental cavities. You may not be aware that most dental issues are due to bacteria and other harmful microorganisms. For example, they cause receding gums, failed root canals, and failed implants. Fortunately, there is a potent new tool in this battle. Ozone. Ozone is created from oxygen by an electrical charge. Ozone kills bacteria, viruses, fungi, and parasites on contact. However, when ozone contacts healthy cells, it becomes useful hydrogen peroxide or plain oxygen.
0: Welcome to America's Favorite Wellness Hour, Healthy by Nature, with certified clinical nutritionist, Marty Whittakin.
1: My guest, Dr. Stephanie Seneff is a senior research scientist at the Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Laboratory at MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Her recent research interests are on the role of nutritional deficiencies and toxic chemicals in disease, focusing on the mineral sulfur and the herbicide glyphosate, also known as Roundup. She is the author of the book Toxic Legacy How the Weed Killer Glyphosate is Destroying Our Health and the Environment. I've put a link to that book in the notes from today's show in the archives. Welcome back, Dr. Sinef.
4: So great to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, it's been quite a while, too long. Um, I'm curious, uh, given the departments you're in, computer science and artificial intelligence, your your work seems to be kind of a departure from at least the title of that department. How did that happen?
4: <laughs> that is true. And it's been quite a, a story for me, a progression into a different uh, space after time. So I, I did spend many, many years uh, developing uh, systems that allow people to communicate with computers using natural language, um, dialogue, computer dialogue using natural language. And uh, that became a success story around 2007. The industry kind of picked up on it and put a lot, massive resources into building uh, systems that were could make money. So we became commoditized. And I sort of um, was a bit at loose ends as far as what to do next. So in 2007, I saw the autism rates going up every year. We're just diagnosing it more. Don't worry. I didn't think so. So I wanted to get to the bottom of the autism epidemic. And I used some of my computer science skills to look at data, you know, analyze data, uh te- Patterns over time, looking for correlations between toxic chemicals and various diseases. You have, there's a lot of uh, free data available on the web from the government, uh, looking at you know diseases over time, like autism going up every year. But many other diseases and conditions are also going up dramatically over time. And uh, <laughs> I felt like there has to be something in the environment that's really toxic that's causing all of this, and something you know unexpected. And so um, it took me five years before I discovered glyphosate. I, I knew about Roundup I never used it because I don't like to use toxic chemicals on my lawn but I didn't think it was particularly toxic because everyone tells you Roundup is safe you know and so that's part of the problem because we think it's safe we use it enormously in our food supply it's all over the food supply now especially the processed foods the fast foods the, the kids lunches at school everything is is contaminated with glyphosate. And uh, kids are being poisoned. I think it is the primary cause of the epidemic in autism as well as the epidemic in many other diseases, diabetes, obesity, um, Alzheimer's disease, uh, various cancers like pancreatic cancer, um, liver disease, kidney disease. I mean, there's a huge list of conditions that are going up dramatically, chronic conditions. We have a very sick population in this country <laughs> at this point, And I think glyphosate's a major contributor. I don't want to dismiss all the other chemicals because there's certainly a lot that have been rolled into our into our environment over time, we seem to be very enchanted with all these chemicals that are coming out of the chemistry labs. And we're really, uh, we're, we're doing a great uh, devastation, really, for the environment and for our own health because of all yeah, these Yeah, that chemicals. slogan, so better glyphosate. living through
1: chemistry, was quite a joke. I remember that from joke.
4: Disneyland when I was a child,
1: <laughs> you know, uh, uh, <laughs> Well, bless you for having the curiosity and the stamina and interest to go after these things. And thanks to MIT for being flexible enough to allow you to do it and follow Mm -hmm. those leads. Um, So often statistics are used to bamboozle us, but they also can tell very helpful stories if there's somebody willing to sort it out and uh, see what the picture is. Um. I want to have you introduce us to something that was actually quite new to me. And I don't want people to get frightened that we're using big words. We'll come back around and tell you what to do about the Roundup and and what the meaning of this is. But we have to drill down to the cellular level to understand why chemicals like this can be such a problem. Tell us about deuterium.
4: Thank you for that, because I am really, really excited about deuterium. And it's kind of an interesting story for me going back to 2007, when I started looking at autism, 2012, when I discovered glyphosate, uh, I was piecing the puzzle together because I understood that autism had issues with sulfation pathways and methylation pathways. It was a clear component of the the syndrome. Uh, Glyphosate disrupts both of those pathways, I learned by studying glyphosate, 2012, to 2019. December 2019, I got a, a, an email from Laszlo Boros, Professor Laszlo Boros, an expert on deuterium. And he basically said, oh, that was a great paper. He was referring to a paper I had published, um, by the way, deuterium. I mean, to shorten his message was basically, do you know about deuterium? And then when I started looking at deuterium, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect because everything glyphosate messes up pretty much is connected to managing deuterium in the body. And deuterium is heavy hydrogen. It's an extra, it's a natural, like carbon-14, it's a natural element found all over the place, you know, 155 parts per million in seawater. And deuterium turns out to be very different from hydrogen in the way that it behaves in biology. And so hydrogen is so incredibly important in all these reactions. Every reaction that takes place involves hydrogen in one way or another. Um, You know, it's it's by far the most common atom in our body. Uh, H2O is water. And you know, we have lots of water, um, but all of our um, chemistry uh, is based on hydrogen. And um, and when you have a deuterium sitting there on a, on a molecule instead of hydrogen, it behaves very differently. And uh, and in particular, uh, the mitochondria really are distressed by deuterium. So the, the whole mechanism of biology, all the metabolism is focused on delivering hydrogen to the mitochondria that's not deuterium and that let's take the just is a second just fascinating really fascinating let's take
1: a second and define mitochondria for those that have not been following the show for a long time and don't know what that is
4: that's a good point i always forget how little people know about biology so i always have to be careful with what i say but the mitochondria are little organelles inside the cells uh, and they are basically the source they metabolize uh glucose you know so when you have um they turn organic matter into carbon dioxide with the help of oxygen. So oxygen gets converted to water and, the, and, the, and sugar gets converted to carbon dioxide and water. Basically, you take oxygen and sugar and you make carbon dioxide and water. So it's a very famous uh, reaction that takes place through a complicated set of sequences of, of reactions in the mitochondria. And they produce ATP, uh, adenosine triphosphate, as a consequence of that. And the ATP carries a lot of energy in that extra phosphate bond. ADP goes to ATP. Another, a third phosphate, so ADP has two phosphates, ATP has three. Putting that third ph- phosphate on gives that molecule a lot of power to to, to then uh, help all the enzymes do their job. So it's, it's the energy source for the cell. So the mitochondria are the organelles inside the cell that produce the energy that the cell needs to survive.
1: Well, yeah, very, very plainly, the mitochondria are the powerhouse of the cells, which in turn translates into the energy we have. And so if you're having problems with fatigue, and it's not because you stay up looking at social media until 1 in the morning, it may be because the little organelles in your cells are being prevented from making energy the way they're supposed to. And That's right. Where? Are we? Yeah. Where are we getting this uh, deuterium heavy hydrogen that's substituting We're, for the hydrogen we need? It's everywhere. You know, as I said, there's
4: 155 parts per million in water. And that sounds like a small amount, but actually in the body, there's five times as much deuterium circulating in your blood as there is calcium. And as you know, there's calcium in your blood. So it's the minerals, it's, it's more higher concentration than the minerals, you know? So the minerals are also very important because they do all kinds of, they, they catalyze a lot of different reactions uh, deuterium is basically um, all these all these mechanisms in the body end up packing the deuterium into the bones, actually, and into collagen matrices. So it's um, and then um, and then leaving behind water that's depleted in deuterium, and that water then gets channeled into the mitochondria to provide um, low deuterium water to those uh, ATPase pumps to keep them healthy.
1: Okay, well that music means we're coming up on a break. When we come back. We'll see how the glyphosate, that the um, the chemical that's in Roundup, the weed killer, how that links to what's going on in our cells. We'll be right back with Dr. Stephanie Seneff, and I'm Marty Whittakin, here on Healthy by Nature.
5: Did you know many health issues are actually caused by being too acidic, and that you can improve these issues by simply becoming more alkaline? Wheatgrass is one of the most alkaline superfoods on planet Earth, proven to have higher alkalinity than other fruits and vegetables. Wheatgrass juice is an efficient way to alkalize the pH level of your body. Now you can get all the amazing health benefits of taking wheatgrass juice in a convenient powder or capsule form. Sweet Wheat by BrightCore Nutrition is harvested at its peak and cold-pressed dried to retain its live enzymes and healing properties. Sweet Wheat is vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, and certified organic. Whether you're suffering from chronic fatigue, acid reflux, digestive issues, or just want to support a stronger immune system and better health, Sweet Wheat is the alkaline superfood you've been looking for. Visit us at MyBrightCore or call today at 888-958-5331 and get up to 50% off your first order. That's 888-958-5331.
6: Are you living with chronic pain from injury or the degeneration of aging? Knee, hip, shoulder, and back surgeries can be risky, expensive, even with insurance, and entail long, painful recoveries. Steroid shots give only temporary relief and can damage joints. Thankfully, our creator blessed us with stem cells. They are the amazing power that built our bodies and fixed problems fast when we were kids. Stem cells reduce inflammation, regenerate tissue anywhere in the body, and balance immune function. Call 800-507-6509 today. At
7: Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and RegActive. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health too. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and reg Active at natural health retailers and online today.
0: Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics has been a proud sponsor of the Healthy by Nature show for well over a decade.
1: My guest, Dr. Stephanie Seneff, S-E-N-E-F-F, is a research, senior research scientist at Mass- Massachusetts Institute of Technology. You know it as MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. She is on the trail of why we have so many conditions like autism and diseases on the rise and what the link is to toxic chemicals in our environment. And um, we'll get back to the mineral sulfur you mentioned in some notes you sent. But we've been talking about deuterium, which is heavy hydrogen. And you noted that both plants and animals have a priority on keeping deuterium levels low in the mitochondria, the energy production of the cells, and is... um, and having it too high interferes with our ability to make energy in the cells and therefore in our systems. How does glyphosate interact with that?
4: Yeah, well, it's sort of hard to get to that point. Let me start out with the gut microbes because glyphosate messes up the gut microbes. You probably have heard Uh that. Um,
1: That's big trouble.
4: Yeah, exactly, and the gut microbes play a really important role in supplying low deuterium nutrients to the host. And this is what's really fascinating to me. And I believe I'm right about this. You have to piece it together from papers that were written long ago. Actually, the story is quite intricate, uh, but really, really fascinating. And it really starts with the microbes making hydrogen gas. And as you know, you know pe- a lot of people have trouble with bloating, you know, discomfort gas in, in their gut, um, excess gas. And that can be hydrogen gas, hydrogen sulfide gas, and methane gas. All of those gases are produced by the gut microbes. So they're constantly making gases, but what they're supposed to do is to turn those gases back into organic matter that can be captured by the host and used as a source of energy. And so, um, so there, some of the microbes make hydrogen gas by pulling hydrogen off of organic molecules, putting two hydrogen atoms together to make H2, which is hydrogen gas, and then that escapes from the liquid space and becomes the gas. And then other microbes take that hydrogen gas and combine it with carbon dioxide in another reaction that makes methane gas, CH4. So now you've taken two oxygens off of CO2 and replaced them with four hydrogens. And those four hydrogens came from that hydrogen gas, and that's important. And then the methane actually continues, in, but gets captured back into organic matter as, as an alcohol. Methanol is, a, is the smallest alcohol, one carbon alcohol. Ethanol, of course, is the one that's in the drinks that we all enjoy maybe more than we should sometimes Uh, methanol is very toxic it's a toxic alcohol but then that gets converted further into other things and in particular the methyl of that methanol gets captured in uh in this and the sulfur containing amino acid called methionine and methionine is a universal methyl donor and that methyl ch3 actually has extremely low deuterium and the reason why is because the hydrogen gas is incredibly effective the enzyme that makes the hydrogen gas loses 80% 80% of the deuterium. So it's it's, cut, it, it's reduced by a factor of five, the amount of deuterium that's in that hydrogen gas. And then the body takes really careful care to keep those methyls and pass them all around. You have DNA methylation pathways, protein methylation. It, it's, those methyls are transferred all over the body and put into various spots wherever they can be held onto. And eventually they're actually metabolized and the, those hydrogens are delivered to the mitochondria. So this is, to me is just an incredibly beautiful system Uh, that gets disturbed by glyphosate and the reason why it gets disturbed by glyphosate is because those enzymes that take those gases like the methane gas and turn it back into organic matter that can be held on as methyl groups those enzymes get just get suppressed by glyphosate the dehydrogenases um, that that pull those hydrogens off and hand them over to um, to a molecule called nad to make nadh and nadh is a is a catalyst for a whole bunch of different enzymes and that H that's in NADH is a golden H. I call it a golden H because it's going to have low deuterium because it's going to come directly from that hydrogen gas. So it's really, really fascinating biochemistry that's going on there. Actually, biophysics as well because it involves quantum biology, hydrogen tunneling. I mean, it's really fancy stuff as far as the underlying um, mechanisms by which this works, you know. But those enzymes, those dehydrogenases, are being suppressed by glyphosate. And that's uh, causing the gases to build up, for one thing. So now you've got the bloating. But the more important thing is the methyls are going to become deficient. And actually, methionine synthesis is suppressed by glyphosate. That's been shown in multiple studies in the plants, as well as in our, by our gut microbes. So we have a deficiency in methionine as a consequence of all of this. And that methionine is the universal methyl donor, so we have deficiency in methyls and this is a characteristic of auti- autism. A lot of the autistic kids have problems with methylation pathways. Lots of times they have some kind of a genetic mutation that makes things harder. So they they they're more susceptible to the co- to the damage that glyphosate does by virtue of having enzymes that are subpar.
1: Well, uh, in the next edition of my book The Probiotic Cure, I will be delighted to add this information. I, I didn't know about it in time for the Original, but our gut microbiome is such a fascinating manufacturing facility for all manner of substances that the body needs and uses, including these enzymes to turn things that would otherwise be toxic into something beneficial that cells need. And when we interfere with that, whether it's with antibiotics or in this case with a weed killer. It's just bound to pay off down the road in disease and dysfunction. And
4: Absolutely, and, and glyphosate has been patented as an antimicrobial agent. It, it's known that it kills microbes, and studies have shown that it preferentially kills the beneficial microbes, the lactobacillus and the and the bifidobacteria, really important microbes in the gut that are preferentially killed by glyphosate. And then the pathogens overgrow, and then you get inflammation. We have, you know, chronic uh, problems with inflammatory bowel disease, these things are going up exactly in step with the rise in, in glyphosate usage. So it's really, really messing up the gut microbes in a big way. And you're right. They, they have so many, they're far more versatile than we are. They have incredible numbers of enzymes that that do things that our cells can't do. Our cells are pretty pathetic, actually, when you look at their capabilities compared to the microbes, you know?
1: Well, they have a lot more DNA than we do by many factors. A hundredfold. And, yes. And uh, I think I did cover glyphosate. We knew it was bad for the gut uh, because one of the things I think in the structure of it is actually kind of a, an antibiotic substance. And um, I just didn't know what, how it wreaked havoc through the system with that. And this is a fascinating uh, Connection that you've made, and especially to autism, which, of course, uh, the so-called authorities (see the air quotes here) um, say yes, it's increasing, but no, it doesn't have anything to do with things that we're doing, whether it's uh, environmental chemicals or vaccines and so on. It's just a, it's just a thing, and we're all panicking for no reason. But I know I think that is these so amazing the, to me
4: that they're not panicking. I have to say. The government should be panicking right now. One in 36, I mean, that is really, really amazing, Uh, the rate. Yeah, it wasn't long ago
1: that it was one in 110. I mean, that wasn't very long ago at all. Yeah, and originally,
4: when I was a kid, one in 10,000.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that seems to be just so obvious. But if there isn't a drug for it, they're not interested.
4: Right, Well, they ha- they're happy to, for us to be sick because then they can sell us all these drugs. And they have some very nasty drugs that, they, that are approved to treat autism that have lots of, of nasty side effects.
1: Yes. Well, um, let's give people a little bit of happy news that there is a way that they can protect themselves from glyphosate by changing what they eat. What foods should they avoid?
4: should eat organic GMO. certified organic It's number one certified it's not just enough to be non-gmo some of the highest levels of glyphosate are found in non-gmo foods like wheat and and oats and um and garbanzo beans and chickpeas very high levels because they're sprayed right before harvest as a desiccant they're non-gmo and they're, and they're sprayed right before harvest and it ends up in the food
1: oh that's a great point they've They spray the fields with Roundup at the end of the season to make it easier to clear the fields, but they haven't harvested the edible things yet, so they get contaminated. We'll be right back with more from our guest, Dr. Stephanie Seneff, and this is Healthy by Nature. I'm your host, Marty Whittakin.
5: Sweet Wheat by Bright Car Nutrition is an organic wheatgrass juice powder that gives your body the boost it needs. Increase energy, reduce acidity, boost metabolism, and detoxify. Sweet Wheat is a naturally potent source of essential vitamins, live enzymes, chlorophyll, and phytonutrients. It's harvested at just the right moment, then cold-pressed dried to ensure it retains every bit of dense nutritional value. Now you can get all the benefits of a wheatgrass juice shot in a convenient powder or capsule form. Sweet wheat is gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, and 100% certified organic. Harness nature's goodness with BrightCore Sweet Wheat. Visit us at MyBrightCore.com or call today at 888-958-5331 and get up to 50% off your first order.
1: That's 888-958-5331. Hi, I'm Marty Whittakin. When I researched my new book on aloe vera, I learned why when you drink aloe vera, it helps so many complaints. Everything works better if the body has improved nutrient absorption, better antioxidant support, and fewer toxins. Studies show that there's a great deal of difference among aloe brands. The magic of aloe vera is in its solids, and unfortunately, too many companies damage them with improper filtration, heat, and enzymes. Distilled aloe tastes like water because it's lost all of those beneficial solids. I chose Lily of the Desert as a sponsor because they do the very best job, and university tests prove it. Lily
0: Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature show website hbnshow.com hbnshow.com
1: This week's newsletter and blog are going to be about digestion and today during our interview with Dr. Stephanie Simf, I discovered something else to put in there to help people this and I'm going to do a very brief a crude summary of what we've covered so far because if you just joined us or if we dazzled you with too many big words, um, deuterium is something that um, gums up the works in the cell in the mitochondria where it makes energy. And the, when the mitochondria are damaged, all kinds of things in the body go wrong, including increased incidence of many diseases and conditions like autism. And glyphosate, which is the, the herbicide that's in Roundup, messes with our gut bacteria that are intimately involved in creating enzymes that keep the deuterium at a low level and provide us with the hydrogen that we do need. And um, is that approximately right, Dr. Seneff?
4: Extremely well done. Thank you. That was beautiful.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Well, people have to wonder. I mean, if we were on another planet looking at this one, we'd have to say, hey, wait a minute. Uh, How come the government is in charge of making sure that the food supply is safe? Why do they allow this to happen? Well, it seems to me that if the government doesn't just automatically take the manufacturer's word for safety, which they often do, they tend to test substances, even like glyphosate. The approach is to give a very high dose to test animals and see if it dies. They don't seem to pay any attention to how low amounts continually over a long period of time might affect various human processes. Uh, Like, you know, what if there's a little bit on your cereal every day? does that have an accumulated effect and an indirect effect by maybe damaging your good gut bacteria, and therefore down in a more complicated than they're willing to look sequence of events. Is that? That's right. right? And in fact,
4: yeah, in fact, you know, many, uh, many toxic chemicals in our environment are endocrine disruptors, and endocrine disruptors have an interesting property that they tend to be much more toxic at very low doses than they are at higher doses. And the industry actually defined, they, they decided back in the seventies, they, they declared that if you, if you uh, study the ex- exposure of animals to a higher dose of, of, a, of a chemical and they don't see any obvious effects, you don't need to look any lower than that. Mm-hmm. And I suspect they had realized through their own studies on low doses that that wasn't true. The, the, the dose makes the poison was what they were saying. The more, the the more there is the more toxic it is and that is absolutely not true with these endocrine disruptors when they have very small levels then they start to behave like hormones that are also at very small levels they start to interfere with the hormone system and and actually throw in these false hormones that are going to disrupt incredibly intricate mechanisms that take place in development the 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 sex hormones you know that 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 control your um your biological gender and that sort of thing all these things are going to get messed up the uh, thyroid hormone by these chemicals in low doses. And glyphosate is definitely an endocrine disruptor. And there was a paper published maybe in 2020 or something like that. There was a review paper showing all the different ways in which glyphosate acts like an endocrine disruptor, meaning then that it is more toxic at very low levels than it is at higher levels. And we're getting basically a low level dosage every day in our food. And the other thing is it accumulates. It accumulates in the tissues. And this is something that Monsanto was denying but they know that's true from their own studies. Um, I worked with Anthony Sampson, and he got he managed to get a hold of a huge pile of documents that were produced during the study period when when Monsanto got the approval from the EPA of the um, of the herbicide. And those studies showed specifically that they used radio labeled glyphosate and fed it to bluegill sunfish, for example. And they looked at the tissues, and they found the radio label in the tissues. And what was really remarkable about that is that when they tested for glyphosate, the normal ways, not using the radio label, they came up short, like only 20% of the, of the radio label could be accounted for as glyphosate in these tissues. And then what they did is they added enzymes that could break the proteins down into individual amino acids and test it again. And then they yield, the yield got much higher, like 80% of it was in fact glyphosate. So what they suggested, this is important, and you may not quite understand where I'm going with it. They suggested that the glyphosate might've been incorporated into the protein. Uh, so, and, and what I think is happening is it's substituting for glycine in the protein, in all of our proteins, and many of our proteins. It's substituting for glycine, and it really messes up certain proteins when it does that.
1: Yes, I recall having heard that before. Uh, I think Bill Sardi pointed that out to us, and that if an essential amino acid is substituted with Brand X chemical, we aren't going to get the same processes in the body that we're expecting. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a major facts- change
4: because you know glyphosate, uh, glycine is the smallest amino acid. It has no side chains. Glyphosate is a glycine molecule. It has no side chains, but glycine, glyphosate has extra materials stuck on its nitrogen atom and that makes it behave biophysically and biochemically very, very differently from glycine. And that's important for many enzymes that have critical glycines at critical spots to make them work properly.
1: Uh, a very important point that was contained in what we just discussed is the fact that so often the manufacturers, whether they're talking about drugs or chemicals, foods, whatever, they do enough research because for one thing, they don't want to be sued later on by consumers, but they do enough research that they know the truth, but they're they're not going to turn in the negative studies to the government because it interferes with approval, authorization to sell it. And stockholder profits, which is their charge. They are not public servants. They are there to make money for their shareholders. End of story.
4: Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited about Glyphosate lately because we're getting a lot of pushback. Finally, like the European Union is having trouble doing their renewal for 10 years. They're in the process of doing that now, and they're getting a lot of pushback and they're struggling to get that to pass. I hope it fails, and I hope, in fact, that the European Union would declare glyphosate to be too toxic to use. We need to get to that point. I'm, I'm also hoping that the lawsuits will end up forcing the industry to shut it down, because they can't risk, you know, enormous costs from lawsuits, and we've had great success in this country. There's a brand new one just now. I think there have been four um, lawsuits with a jury trial where the um, where the plaintiff was awarded a lot of money and this latest one is over a billion dollars i believe that just came just recently there was news buzzing around and a month and and Bayer stock is is falling you know so i'm always very happy to see that they need to get they need to stop producing glyphosate and i'm kind of hoping that the industry will stop producing it because of the lawsuits even before the governments will get their act together to to um, ban it you know
1: Of course, the manufacturers say there's nothing wrong with it. Um, Don't worry about it. Look at these tests where we gave a bunch of it to rats and they didn't die. Um, I think something like autism, those would be much tougher lawsuits because there's so many factors involved and the studies are almost impossible to run because of ethical reasons. So um, we hope the... We tease lawyers a lot, but we really hope they do a good job and educate these manufacturers that we do have some rights to not be poisoned. We'll be right back. I'm going to touch on vaccines and on artificial intelligence, so don't go away. If you are bothered by heartburn, acid reflux, or indigestion, this heads up may be a lifesaver. Millions think an acid-blocking drug has fixed their problem. Unfortunately, those medicines shut down digestion and, if taken for more than a few weeks, can lead to dementia, hip fracture, heart attack, kidney disease, and so on. Please learn how to fix the root cause of the problem so that you can avoid those dangerous pills. I'm Marty Whittakin, Certified Clinical Nutritionist. In my book, Natural Alternatives to Nexium and Other Acid Blockers, I explain that there are safe solutions to stomach pain that work with your body to improve digestion and heal damaged tissues. I made the book easy to read, but it is so well-documented in science that you can share it with your doctor. Natural Alternatives to Nexium and Other Acid Blockers is available in some libraries and bookstores. Look for a direct link to Amazon
6: on the shop page of hbnshow.com. Call 800-507-6509 today.
5: Collagen accounts for 30% of your body's protein. It provides structure, support, or strength to your skin, muscles, bones, and connective tissues. Collagen is what keeps our skin from sagging, giving us that plump, youthful look. It also provides amino acids that can be used to build hair and helps fight damage to hair follicles. Revived by BrightCore Nutrition combines five types of collagen with the moisturizing power of hyaluronic acid and biotin to heal and nourish your skin, hair, and nails. Scientific studies have shown that collagen stimulates cartilage growth, providing support for the growth and repair of cartilage tissues, as well as relieve joint inflammation and pain. Heal your body from the inside out. Discover your fountain of youth today with Revive from BrightCore Nutrition. Visit us at MyBrightCore.com or call today at 888-958-5331 and get up to 50% off your first order. That's 888-958-5331.
0: Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature Show website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com.
1: Dr. Stephanie Seneff is a passionate senior research scientist at the Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Laboratory at MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. We've been talking about some of what she's been researching, which is the way that glyphosate in Roundup herbicide, weed killer, how that affects, ultimately affects the energy production in our cells. And um, a quick follow-up point from that is that GMO GMO foods are created for the, the use of Roundup because they resist its effects. There there are plant killers, so they want plants that resist the chemicals so that they can kill the weeds. But as Dr. Seneff pointed out, they also use it on non-GMO foods during the harvesting. So the safest thing to do is eat organic as much as you can, especially grains, to the extent that you eat grains. And uh, some of our Our supposed need for grains has been a little bit exaggerated, but if you're going to eat them, try to get organic so that you're avoiding as much as you can the Roundup. Um, You mentioned that you are not a fan of the mRNA vaccines that were launched for COVID. Um, We have covered that somewhat frequently since I don't know, 2020, and I'm really interested in your perspective because before we've been talking to doctors and geneticists. Hmm.
4: Yeah, I I definitely think the mRNA vaccines are a huge mistake, and I think we're paying a huge price around the world. People are really getting sick as a consequence, especially once they've gotten several booster shots. Every time they get a booster, it's setting them back. Uh, Their immune system is getting destroyed by the vaccine. Really fascinating, again, very fascinating biology and physics going on with those vaccines. Um, As you probably know, they are lipid nanoparticles, and they have these cationic lipids that are synthetic cationic lipids that are added in, and, and that sort of makes this particle that has a very strong shield that keeps the RNA inside it safe from being degraded. Normally, messenger RNA, so it's messenger RNA that codes for the protein specifically for the spike protein. It's a single protein that's, in, that's expressed by the virus. So it's just one protein from the virus happens to be the most toxic protein that virus produces that's in those inside those lipid particles in the vaccine. And um, the lipid particles are carefully designed to keep the R- mRNA from breaking down and, and also to allow it to be released into the um, cytoplasm before it reaches the, the, the lysosome where it would be broken down. As well. So it sort of has very cleverly designed lipid particles to keep that mRNA alive. And furthermore, the mRNA is engineered itself. Uh, It's humanized, it's given these extra things on the ends that make it look like a human RNA molecule so that it deceives the host into thinking that it's not a virus and it doesn't react properly. The immune system doesn't respond correctly to that because it thinks it's a human uh, RNA. And then it starts making, it's designed to make a lot of protein in a hurry. And to keep on making it for a long time. It doesn't get broken down. And that's partly because it's been modified with these methyl pseudouridines that are replacing all the uridines in the protein, in the RNA. So it's very, very different from the virus. The vaccine is very different. Of course, it's injected into the muscle. The virus infects through the lungs and it can stay in the lungs. If you've got a healthy immune system, you'll just your, your immune cells will come in and control it and keep it from going anyplace else besides the lungs. Whereas when you inject it into the muscle, And and it's a lipid particle. It it actually triggers a whole system that's already in place for lipid particles. That ends up with the cell that gets exposed ends up spitting the RNA and the protein back out into these uh, little other lipid particles that are produced by the cell called exosomes. And I believe that those exosomes are critical, play a critical role in the distribution of the of the RNA. And the protein, the spike protein, throughout the body, and I, I believe that it's traveling along nerve fibers, starting with the muscle in the arm, nerve fibers that make it to the to the spinal cord, and from the spinal cord to the brain. And so it's being shipped up to the brain. Uh, these lipid, these exosomes, which are lipid small lipid nanoparticles produced by the cell that's been exposed to that vaccine, and those things are going to travel up to the brain, down to the heart. They're basically traveling along nerve nerve fibers, and getting distributed to all kinds of parts of the body. Uh, of course, the liver picks up a lot of it, too. And then um, everywhere that it goes, it's toxic. That spike protein is extremely toxic. And it, it damages the neurons. Um, it damages uh, the heart. You know, it, it damages the blood vessels as well because it gets out into the blood. And basically, it goes all over the body, causing trouble wherever it goes because that spike protein is extremely toxic. It, it's been shown to be amyloidogenic, which means that it can cause proteins to misfold. It's shown to induce an inflammatory response, which causes all these cytokines to be released that are going to cause damage to the cell. So it's really a very potent, very dangerous um, thing that the body gets exposed to um, that causes all these symptoms that we're seeing, the cardiovascular system, the people dropping dead, the neurons, uh, neurological disorders, all kinds of problems that are showing up uh, from these vaccines.
1: And for those that don't know what lipid means, it's a fat, and in this case an artificial fat around a nano, extremely small particle they told us it stayed in the arm muscle they were wrong Uh, knew they were wrong, but telling what the potential downside is doesn't sell more vaccines, I guess so um, I'm glad to hear that explanation, and when we come back Uh, We've got just a little bit more time to kind of tie this all up and have you give us your opinion about where AI is headed. This is Healthy by Nature. My guest is Dr. Stephanie Seneff. I'm Marty and the host.
7: We'll be right back. At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and RegActive. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health, too. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today.
6: Call 800-507-6509 today. Science shows wide-ranging health support from regular use of a far-infrared sauna. Benefits include
8: improvements in heart health, lung health, mood, and recovery after exercise. Sauna is also known to reduce chronic fatigue, muscle pain, and the effects of stress. A new study even suggests it helps preserve our memory. These benefits are not surprising because far-infrared improves blood circulation, lymphatic drainage, and detoxification. Those in turn help oxygenate and energize the body cells. Sauna has been valued as a therapy for hundreds of years, long before people knew why it worked. The practice may be ancient, but the convenience, technology, and affordability are new. That's why you should find out about the portable, speedy, and highly effective sauna from Momentum 98. Click Products on the menu of the hbnshow.com website for details. To save $100, use the code HBN. If you have questions or would prefer to place your order directly with Phil Wilson, call 626-200-8454. That's 626-200-8454.
0: Sign up for podcasts or listen to past programs on our website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com.
1: Dr. Stephanie Seneff is a senior research scientist at the prestigious MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And we kind of slid past a couple of things that I think probably perked up the ears of any of the dietitians or nutritionists who are listening to the show. Sulfation and methylation are two important detoxification pathways that are kind of interfered with by glyphosate. And um, I will try to put some significant links in the notes from today's show so that you can learn more about these things. And I said that we had just a little bit of time here and you're in your department is computer science and artificial intelligence laboratory. I'm guessing that name probably changed fairly recently. Uh, Tell us what's happening with artificial intelligence that piques your interest.
4: Right. Yeah, it's quite amazing right now. There's a lot going on in AI and there's a lot of um, concern about the possibility of um, using the AI in a bad way. And I think that's probably true. We should be worried about that. You know, things like um, having AI simulate a person to the point where you can have someone... Uh, public figures say something that's completely not that they never said and people can believe that it's true because everything looks so very realistic that's that's very dangerous i think um, AI is i've been using i've been playing around with the chat bot you know the the um, chat gpt uh, which is quite fun actually and i've talked with it um on a number of occasions about biology asking it questions in biology and sometimes it's actually very useful as an educator for, for people to learn about biology but um but I have found it can be incredibly confused and messed up in what it says. And, and it doesn't, you know, it, I, I have had conversations in w- with it in which it has told me things that I knew were wrong. And then when I would challenge it, it would say, Oh, you're right. I was wrong. Sorry, <laughs> you know. And also, when I say, Well, give me a reference for that. And it would happily give me a reference that would be completely bogus. There was no way you could find that reference on the web. It was just made up. So it, it, you have to be very, very careful with it. And I, I'm, I'm afraid that people will. Misuse it thinking that it's going to give a right answer when it doesn't and then use that in some dangerous way So that's another concern that I have
1: I have used it a couple of times to um, Add some detail to a blog that I was doing and you're right You really have to already pretty much know the answer or have a way to double check it because It can go off the rails, but I think there's a lot of power there for helping in medicine, and we just don't want to end up with a Hal situation like in the movie 2001, so guardrails are indicated whether we'll get them or not. Only time will tell. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Stephanie Seneff. We appreciate your time today. I know you're very, very busy. Healthy by Nature is
0: sponsored in part by Lily of the Desert Alloceuticals.
1: while it oxygenates and energizes cells. Every home and office should have one and it would make a terrific gift. Who doesn't at least occasionally have a sore throat or stiff joint, congested sinuses, a rash or injury? You might just want to strengthen your eyes or ears. Save with the code HBNLAMP. Click products on the menu of the HBNshow.com website for details or call Phil at 626-200-8454, 626-200-8454.
2: Wouldn't you like to eliminate bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, and other allergens from the air in your home and office?